welcome to today at the G1. My name is James Troopany and this is the Troopany Show channel. I hope you're having a good week. I hope you're enjoying your G1 wrestling. We are back with New Japan when we're in Hiroshima at the Sun Plaza for our second night on a Block B night. Um, this was not particularly memorable show, much like last night. I think we're getting to the point where the grind is starting to happen and you're in some awkward matches that don't really work, which is kind of like dragging the standard down, <laughs> to say the least, um, because you've got people who are going against people that don't make entertaining matches necessarily, but you kind of got to have them. It's the awkward... There's like a bit of cool beginning, bit of an awkward end, we're having some off nights and one thing and another and some good rest nights and then there's been some good matches and there's been some stonking matches and there's been some uh, matches and tonight was one of those uh, match nights. I really wasn't taken by this as much as I should have been. And there's good reason for that when you look at some of the bouts that were on this card. Yotasuji defeats Gabriel Kidd, 6 minutes and 43 seconds. Banger, these two had again. Not enough votes for a total, which is not just fair. I thought it was actually pretty good. It was one of the best matches of the tour so far, I think. I think the trouble is I've just seen these two wrestle each other. They've got really good at wrestling one another. It's impossible for them to have a bad match now. They've wrestled each other like 15 times in the last two weeks. They're just really good at doing what they do, and that's fine, and it's been nice. It's it's nice they're getting the ring time, and it's nice they're getting the exposure, but I, I can't really say any more about these two because this is the, like, the fourth match they've had on this tour. Uh, the first Block A match was Tomohiro Ishii versus Yujiro Takahashi. 15 minutes and 25 seconds on a match that was about 10 minutes too long. Um, Yujiro has been really good in this tournament. He's really upped his game, but you can tell why he's not been using the G1 for three or four years. Because by this point, he is slow. Like, glacially slow. Like, I know tectonic plates that move quicker than Yujiro does right now. And Ishii, coming off of the big matches that he's had this week, was probably glad of having a rest night, but this just went on and on and on. And I realise they're trying to make Yudro seem like a threat and they could win at any moment, but you know he's not going to win. And Ishii hammered him. I mean, he demolished him. It just, the only surprise was it took so long. If they were trying to make Yudro look strong, that's fine. But at the expense of Ishii, it's hard to make anyone look strong against Ishii when you know he's he's just... It's just unstoppable force, and this was immovable object time. Yujiro was on ID into nothing. He got his head kicked in. It could have been over a lot quicker and been a lot more entertaining. But I understand what they're trying to do. It's a compromise, because otherwise Yujiro doesn't look like a threat when he wrestles somebody like Okada. But there, what can you do? It's one of the... It's one of those things. I mean, he has done well, but he, he's starting to show his limitations. Meanwhile, in Block A... Bit of a shock finish. Kazuchika Okada beats Jeff Cobb 11 minutes and 3 seconds with just a straight pinfall. It was just like, huh? Which is the kind of thing that happens. I mean, Okada intentionally went for a, a double leg Nelson and that that was it. It was just kind of knelt down on his shoulders, pulled the legs in, and, and that was that. In a match that wasn't terrible, wasn't an awful lot to write open about. Kazuchika Okada is used to working in big scapes of matches, like 20 and 40, 40 minutes long, and 11 minutes isn't really enough for him to do his thing. And Jeff Cobb didn't get much of a... He kind of got a powerhouse performance in, and it was kind of a card of trying to figure out how to beat Cobb. And he got the shock win with a quick pin. That seems fair enough, and I have little to say about it, really. It wasn't bad. Wasn't awful. Cage match users give it 5.89. Wasn't great. Wasn't terrible. We'll leave it at that. Minoru Suzuki versus, ooh, Real Madrid. 
will come with our I hate to use Real Madrid because they're really good and it means we'll but anyway, 4 minutes and 26 seconds. My favourite part of this was Minoru Suzuki laying in forearms, as is always. He, I, he did five straight forearms that sounded like gunshots going off. Um, and the match was kind of serviceable. It was good for what it was. They're two really good wrestlers, and it wasn't going to be difficult to produce something very, very good indeed. And Suzuki worked around the issues that he had. Of He sometimes doesn't work well with high flyers because he's limited in what his body can do compared to what it used to be able to do. He's better when he's leading a match and not having to post for people and sell for people, but this wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Uh, it wasn't the best match on the card, but it was better than it perhaps could have been, and better than the match he had with Kazuchika Ricardo last week. Yeah, this was okay. Real Madrid is still a dick. Uh, and we'll continue to say this. Uh, the semi-final was Jay White versus Tai Chi, which again is one of those kind of story matches that doesn't really go over well with New Japan fans. Because Tai Chi isn't that great to have an interesting match by himself, and Jay White's a kind of reactive guy. He reacts to what babyfaces or tweeners do to make things work. So you've got another healing with him, especially one who's as sneaky and underhanded as Tai Chi is. It doesn't click the way you would expect it to as they spent 15 minutes and 16 seconds trying to out-cheat one another. And then it basically came down to the fact that Jay White has got quicker reactions and is smarter than Tai Chi, which we kind of knew. So, yeah, that was... It wasn't enough to get me excited. I like the fact that we're wrestling each other. It was a change. It was a nice change of pace for both of them. But Tai Chi isn't that good to be able to carry this kind of match, and Jay White was having to do a lot of the heavy lifting. And, yeah, it wasn't... As good as it could have been. Both could have done more, I think. What was as good as it could have been, in fact probably exceeded expectations, was Shingo Takagi versus Kotrabushi even. 21 minutes and 56 seconds. All of these matches seemed a bit short, to be honest with you. Some were far too long, some weren't long enough, and nothing went really to, to full par. Mind you, Kota's had a bit of a busy week with some main event action to deal with and some big matches. Shingo and Ibushi's to tailor two outsiders. You know, Shingo Takagi comes from Dragon Gate. Kota Ibushi comes from DDT. It's two philosophies on wrestling. Uh, and I really enjoyed it because, it, again, it's, this, it's what Shingo does. He posts for smaller wrestlers really, really well because that's what he did in Dragon Gate for all those years. He made smaller wrestlers look brilliant. And Kota isn't really much smaller than Shingo is, to be honest with you. But he had an absolutely breathtaking story to tell, and they managed to tell it. And I'm very thoroughly supportive of both young men and what they've managed to do. I say young because they're both slightly younger than me. I am quite old. Um, yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. With a thoroughly entertaining finish. If you haven't seen it, close your ears now. Coach went in for Kamagoye and Shingo reversed the hole and countered it into Made in Japan, sorry, Last of the Dragon, and that it was just breathtakingly good to watch, and it was just crisp, and everything in this match was crisp, and it didn't look dangerous, because Kota's done some stupid things this week, and Gladys' time is next time to recover. And that pretty much ends our coverage for night 10. It's getting to the point where people are tired, I think, overtired. So that's what my issue with the G1 is at the minute. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but it, it's just starting to wane. And I think as well, ring rost is kicking in. A lot of these guys haven't done this for a while. 
<laughs> and it, it takes a lot of cardio to get this done right. The only people like aren't showing the effects in this block. Akada looks fresh, but he's making mistakes. Tishii looks as fresh as a daisy and could go all night for another six years by the looks of things. Jeff Cobb looks okay. Uh, Real Madrid looks fine. Minoru Suzuki actually looks probably one of the best of the bunch, but he doesn't do an awful lot in the ring. He doesn't have to. Jay White and Tai Chi both look a bit tired, as does Kota Ibushi, to be honest with you. Deservedly so. He's had a long week. And Shingo Takagi, I mean, Shingo and Kota managed to get past that to have a great match. And is easily the best match on the card. Um, but there we are. But I think it's, it's a tournament with not an awful lot of zing on its fastball when it comes to personnel. Uh, it doesn't get you excited because of some of the names lower down the card. And that's the problem with a tournament like this. You're all trying to make them all look like threats, and some of them just can't be. Yujiro is not a threat to Kazuchika Ricardo and shouldn't be seen as such. But they're stuck with him. What else are they going to do with him? They need him, and he's the only one they've got available to do the job. So there we go. So that's my thoughts on G1 Night 10. Thank you very much for listening to me today on Today at the G1. My name's James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show Troopany Show on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook of the Troopany Show on Patreon, where you can keep the Troopany Show free. Forever for everyone. Take care. Uh, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. One of my great heroes. I was very sad to hear of his passing. Not really wrestling related. But he, by gum, he has played on an awful lot of wrestling introductions. Or people have picked Van Halen songs for the wrestling introductions many a time. Panama used to be Kyoko Inoue's uh, introduction, which was really, really cool. But there you go. Uh, thank you very much for listening today. I'll speak to you tomorrow. We've got another show tomorrow. Hopefully might be a little more impressive all the way through the card rather than just at the end. We'll see. For now, bye! Mm -hmm.